Welcome to On Texas Football. This is the Recruiting Breakdown with Jerry Hamilton. Uh, the Recruiting Breakdown is brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional, Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex uh, with over 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity uh, to earn your business. Gabe, KMG at gmail.com or mortgagesbygabe.com. Uh, Jerry, you're down in Florida. Uh, you met with uh, Cedric Baxter on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, <laughs> uh, our, our producer wants to know where in the world is Jerry Hamilton. Uh, you met with Cedric Baxter and interviewed him on Tuesday. This is what he had to say. Jerry Hamilton of On3 in Inside Texas here with Cedric Baxter, On3, number one running back in the country. Said, kind of talk about just start your season 3-0, and big win over West Orange. Uh, yeah, it's been a great season so far. Uh, I've been playing great, but not only have I been playing great, the team been playing great, especially the defense and the O-line. They, they've been leading us to some major wins. We've been playing against great competition. So, Talk about stepping up being a leader as a senior, uh, because Coach Duke said you've embraced that and you're tremendous at it. It even shows when you watch a full game on tape. Talk about being that leader. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to be a leader because when I was a freshman coming in or underclassman, I had older guys that picked me up and, that and they led me, so I want to do the same for those younger guys. Yeah, and then kind of talk about Texas Alabama. Did you watch the game? What were your thoughts? Oh, yeah, it was a great game, you know. Being that close with Alabama, I mean, everybody was shocked, but I feel like anybody inside the locker room or people that's involved with Texas, they weren't shocked at all. Like, I wasn't shocked. I, I knew they were going to play good. Yeah, talk about how, uh, you know, Sark uses Bijan Robinson. Uh, you know, how, how does that fit your game? Oh, yeah, he used him well. He, he couldn't get much going in the run game, but he was able to catch a couple passes out the backfield. That just shows uh, his versatility, and that, that's the way he wanted to use me as well. And when you watch that in Texas play this year, what do you feel like, because every running back has a different skill set, what do you feel like you're going to bring to the Longhorns? Uh, versatility, definitely. Just me being as big as I am, but I'm able to move like I'm 5'9", <laughs> shifty like stuff like that. So just being able to catch out the backfield, get out of open space, stuff like that. And how often do you talk to Coach Choice and kind of what's y'all's, what are y'all's discussions like? Oh, I actually just talked to him before I started talking to you. <laughs> okay. I just talked to him. Uh, we just talk about, honestly, we don't even talk about ball that much. Right. Like he was just telling me uh, his mom came up to see him and just stuff like that, how much he loves his mom. It just be conversation like that's not really never about football. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you're, you're headed to Austin this weekend for an unofficial visit. You've never been to a game at Texas, right? No. Yeah, what, what are your expectations? You've been there twice, kind of what do you want to see this trip? Oh, definitely I want them to win, of course, which I, I believe they're going to do, and just have fun, embrace it, and uh, get a vibe for the atmosphere and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, the Texas class, ranked number five in the country, which of the guys do you stay in contact with the most, talk to the most? Uh, I talk to Jonathan Arch the most out of anybody. Yeah. We just, me and Jonathan talk uh all the time just about whatever he a uh, character and then our check in and ask how i did i asked how he did uh on friday nights and stuff like that hey you 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 do a good job posting uh, some videos of your highlights from every friday night keeping everybody updated on the stats mm -hmm. the run last friday the stiff arm and the touchdown right yes, sir. okay take me through that run because you've you and i've talked before some people say well how fast is he because you have such great patience right. talk me through that run and kind of what you saw and how that run ended uh, you know, we were that was the fourth quarter. They, I ain't gonna lie, that defense we played a great defense. Great, uh, they had a great scheme uh, going against us. But going to the fourth quarter, I wanted to to get something going because they had me balled up the whole game, and I just wanted to get in the, get in the zone. So I wouldn't let nobody stop me on that play. So. But what have you added to your game as a running back this year that maybe you didn't have last year? Uh, that's a great question. I'll say probably when I reach the second level, try to get me better at it. Yeah. 
All right, Cedric Baxter Jr., number one running back in the country. Uh, this is Jerry Hamilton with Inside Texas on three. Jerry, thank you for that. That was a great interview of Cedric Baxter. I could not help but notice the T-shirt he was wearing. It was a Longhorn shirt there. Did you set that up for the interview, or is that what he was wearing today at school or on uh, Monday at school? He did not know I was coming by, so that was just that was just by chance. He did not know I was coming by. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to get there on Monday or if it was going to be later in the week, uh, but I got it. I got there Monday for practice, and also you never know what the weather is going to be like in Florida, right? That was not staged at all. That's what he was wearing when he walked up to me. <laughs> I tell you what, um, it, did you talk to him any off camera about his unofficial visit to Florida uh, for the Utah game? Uh, he did not go this weekend, right, no. uh, to their game against uh, K- Kentucky. Uh, what, what does it look like from that standpoint? Is he, you think he's done taking other visits, still considering other schools, or did you really get a chance to talk to him about that? Yeah, just a little bit. I, it, look, I mean, Florida and Miami aren't going to give up on him, and Honestly, if they gave up on him, they I mean, it's fireable offense, right? He's the number one running back in the country in their backyard. You don't walk away from these recruitments. Um, I, I think Cedric is – I think he's covering his bases is what he's doing. Uh, he's a very cerebral kid. He's a smart kid. Um, I'm going to write something today from Cameron Duke, the head coach, about how much of a leader he is and just how smart of a player he is. And that, that's kind of carried over. Look, I think one of his points is in recruiting is – Coaches come and go, head coaches, position coaches, whatnot. And he's got to keep he's got to keep somewhat of an open mind in the recruiting process because you don't know what's going to happen. And, and, and I think with Texas, the offensive schemes in place, the playing time, the ability to come in and start right away or compete for that job is in place. Assuming B. John Robinson goes to the NFL, which we both expect he will. So the whole key is as long as Tashard Choice is at Texas, I think that's an unbreakable bond. I mean, I, I really do. I think they're that tight of a relationship because, as we've talked about many times before, Bobby, that's the only reason the kids go into Texas. What's I mean, it's not that against Texas or Sark or anybody. This is a long-term relationship. Tashard Choice has been recruiting him for two years now, and it is commitment ceremony before that, after that. All Sutter talks about is Tashard Choice. So as long as Tashard Choice is at Texas, I think Texas is in a really, really good position. Look, anything can happen in recruiting. We get it. There's 10 games left in the season. A lot of crazy stuff can happen. Uh, But I feel like right now Texas is in a really good spot with him. Got it. All right. Uh, Speaking with Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and uh, on three sports, uh, Jerry, uh, some uh, uh, unofficial visitors to Texas over the weekend for the Alabama game. One of them we did not know ahead of time, and that's a young man that's been committed to uh, Oklahoma. His name's Colton Vosick, the defensive end edge prospect out of Austin's Westlake High School. Uh, he is a Longhorn legacy, but chose to go uh, to OU, but then he shows up at Texas. We don't want to make too much of it, right? Uh, but Texas continues to recruit him, I, I assume. Vosick made yeah. an unofficial visit for the Alabama game. Yeah, I mean, Texas, is they shouldn't give up. Just like Florida and, and Miami shouldn't give up on Cedric Baxter, this recruiting stuff goes both ways. I mean, so Texas can't give up on Colton Vosick. He's one of the top edge prospects in the country, and he happens to be at Austin Westlake, and his dad happens to be the defensive line coach that played at Texas. Um, it's funny. I was at Cy Fair's game on Thursday night, and Landon Rink, obviously 2025 defensive lineman, talented kid that Texas offered, the son of Shane Rink, who's one of the D-line coaches at Cy Fair. First question Shane Rink asked me, it was just funny timing. He was 
not about the game or anything. He said, hey, what's Vossett going to do? <laughs> he said, I know Texas is still recruiting him. And I said, look, man, I mean, he he, he made that decision. You know, a lot of Vossett's decision was just wanting to do something different than living in Austin, right? He had been there his whole life. Um, and, and until we hear that's really changed, it's hard for me to take a lot out of the unofficial visit. Um, I think he's solidly committed to Oklahoma. The interesting thing is, by the way, he's having a hellacious senior year. Uh, Vosick looks really good on Thursday and Friday nights. Um, Coach well by his dad just really plays hard. That motor's nonstop. Uh, but I think the interesting point is, you know, Brent Venables kind of brought with him from Clemson the Dabo Swinney no visits policy, right? Which I just think doesn't work, first of all. But so Colton Vosick took it unofficial to Texas. Does that mean Oklahoma's going to pull a scholarship? No. I mean, for those people, I, I would be shocked that Bobby, we're not, we've been doing this too long. That's not going to happen. Just watch the tape. They're not, that's not going to happen. Uh, so Texas just has to stay in there. Keep hanging in there. See if you win the Red River rivalry game. Uh, see what happens as the season goes, moves along. But uh, he was there and, you know, it, it's an interesting process because we could talk about another Westlake kid. Jaden Greathouse was a possibility. Uh, he did not make it Saturday to the game from what uh, Justin Wells heard. Hey, that's another possibility. You know, Texas is going to recruit through the whistle. We've said this so many times. Um, it sounds like a broken record. But, look, they, they're going to keep recruiting these kids all the way to December. If Texas fans don't understand that after the 2022 cycle, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but Jaden Greathouse, Vosick, both are guys that are still in contact with the Texas staff, and Vosick was at the game Saturday. Got it. All right. So, uh, talking about uh, um, you know the the guys that they're they're looking at right now, they had a ton of 2024s on campus. They had some other guys that were committed. Some of the offensive linemen were in town. Some of the deep. Samaje Burrell was back again. I mean, they had a bunch of guys in town that were already committed. Ryan Niblett made his way over to to Austin, um, but. You know, in my view, Jerry, uh, the two of the bigger name recruits that were there that are not committed for the class of 2023 were Jalen Hale and Marcus Deal. Uh, Hale, the wide receiver out of Longview, Deal, the two-way lineman out of Garland area. Uh, you talked to, to Deal, and I think either Deal personally or to his father this week. What did he have to say about that visit to Texas? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, first off, it was just Marcus, a coach deal, and had to stay back because he's a coach at Name and Force. They had work to do. Um, so Marcus went down with a couple of teammates, and the feedback was it was a great visit. Um, Marcus can – I think the biggest takeaway for me with the deal recruitment is it's been the consistency of Texas. Um, one of the things that uh, Coach Deal has told me or people close to the deal recruitment is Bo Davis, what he said – Early on in this recruitment about recruiting Marcus as a defensive lineman exclusively, Texas has never wavered on that. It's been consistent. It's hold true all the way through the recruiting process thus far, and it will. Um, but that is a big thing with the Deal family. I think some of the schools have talked offensive line, defensive line, and come back and forth. Those schools are no longer under consideration. 
I mean, it's coming down to schools that are only recruiting him as a defensive lineman. Does that mean we think he's a defensive lineman long-term? No, but that's where he wants to start his career. Um, and he's got that Georgia visit September 24th, uh, an official visit. Then he has one official left. It'll either be the Texas or Oklahoma. But that the atmosphere, um, the messaging from Texas is consistent. Uh, look, I, I think Marcus Deal himself has been a slight lean to Texas maybe since June. Uh, that doesn't mean this is over by any stretch of the imagination. It could go a number of different ways. Like I said, he's going to Georgia. Trey Scott has been recruiting him for Georgia. So there's no back and forth there. Georgia's recruiting him as a defensive lineman only. So we'll see where that where things go after that Georgia visit. Uh, but Texas hit it out of the park. And the main thing is the consistency, again, with the message. Um, and that, that's so big in the deal recruitment. Uh, they've had a kid that's been recruited before. He's a freshman at Tulane. The father's been around. He was a recruited athlete. He's been around other recruited athletes. So they know how the recruiting game goes. They fully understand it. So those that are very honest in the recruitment, very genuine, are the ones that are going to be there at the end. Gotcha. Uh, I, Jerry, um, we mentioned him. Uh, we also want to talk about Jalen Hale uh, and his commitment, uh, or his, not commitment, his uh, recruitment right now. Um, and so uh, you look at what he's done uh, at this point in his young season. He's already been to Alabama for an official visit, went to Texas this weekend for a vis official visit and saw Alabama again, um, and then goes to A&M this coming weekend. So he'll have three back. I mean, it's back to back to back. It's like a Phil Jackson or, or Pat, Pat Riley, right? Three feet. Um, he's got that going on. Um, and so my question to you is, on top of the, all of this, he's expected to announce on the 20th, I believe, of 21st. September. 21st, okay. So where do you know this recruitment to be? I know we, we've talked about inside Texas is Justin Wells. Feels like Texas continues to be in a good position, but he also says, wait a minute, there's still more visits to take. It, it, are you in the same situation as Justin? You see that kind of the same way? I do. I, I think, look, Alabama obviously has made a move. They got the visit the last weekend in July. Then they got the first official visit September 3rd. So they've had the parents on campus twice in a short amount of time. And that matters. That counts for something. Um, and look, when Jalen released his final three, it was <clears throat> Alabama, Texas, and Georgia. But I think Justin and myself would say the same thing. We never considered Georgia in it. Then he popped up in the AM that day before the unofficial to, uh, Alabama at the end of July. And at that point, I put AM in it because you just don't do that. Um, that's just not something that happens. And now he set up the official visit there this weekend. But I really do think it's Texas and Alabama, and AM's trying to play catch up and really get in that final decision. Uh, we'll see which way it goes. But look, I think it's gone. I think Jalen per himself prefers Texas. It's, there's, it's there's a a comfort level there. John Tay Cook, Arch Manning, all the guys committed. So many guys he knows in this recruiting class. Does that mean he's absolutely going to go to Texas? No, it doesn't. But I think Texas has a couple of things going for them in that regard. And then look, the way they played Saturday. I mean, that, that was an important game for Texas. When you consider how many guys Nick Saban is recruiting in the state of Texas at Alabama – the worst case scenario for Texas would have been a 20, 30 point loss, right? Texas went toe to toe and all the national media are sitting there saying if Quinn Ewers hadn't got hurt, they'd have won the game. So it's almost like a win for Texas on the recruiting trail. You know, now you got to go win games after that. But, you know, when you look at Malik Muhammad, um, Alabama still battling on him and A&M, you look at some of these guys that are still out there for Texas that are uh, that are 
considering Texas and Alabama, and then you get in that 24 class, I mean, it was a huge game for Texas, not just the atmosphere, the style of offensive play. That was a fun, exciting offense to watch and be a part of, especially before Quinn Ewers went down. I mean, it, it was they were doing things that I think people were kind of taken aback, saying this is fun. This is fun to watch. This is fun to be a part of. All the guys that were involved, the deep shots, the worthy, what receiver doesn't like deep outs and deep shots, right? So Texas did everything right from atmosphere to official visit to performance on the field. And now we'll see what Alabama comes back with. I think the interesting thing with this Jalen Hill visit to A&M is who does A&M go after? Do they go after Texas or Alabama? Who do they consider the competition? Because they're going after somebody on this visit. It doesn't yep. work that you just, that way. So they're going after somebody. So that'll be interesting to hear coming out of the visit. You're listening to the recruiting break or watching the recruiting breakdown with uh, Bobby Burton and Jerry Hamilton uh, of Inside Texas. Uh, Jerry, we, we mentioned, uh, you mentioned Malik Muhammad. He and uh, Jonte Cook got together this weekend, this past weekend uh, for a matchup. Jonte got a touchdown catch on, uh, on uh, Malik. Uh, that was quite interesting. And, and Malik will never hear the end of it. Ever. No, he will not. Absolutely he's 65. Not. He's 65 in his 37, 47 years, and he'll get a text from Jonte about it. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like these games of the week that we cover, uh, Red Red Oak was at um, uh, Red Oak, and uh, who uh, is this the play right here? Belton out of Temple, Micah oh. Hudson, the top twenty-four receiver, maybe in the country. He was at the game. Saturday. Yeah, he was at the he was at the Texas game. Warren Roberson, we we're at that game this weekend. Austin, uh, and you mentioned both not only Vasic, uh, but also Jaden Greathouse. Uh, Westlake hosts Lake Travis, so that yes. might end up being the the, the uh, big one. There we go. There it is. That? <laughs> Look at Malik. Matt, he knows, Matt, he Matt, knows he's run that back. That. <laughs> Matt, run that back. Now, Malik, we love you, but there's a great play by Jonte here. Quarterback put it up only where kind of he had it. Malik had good coverage. Jonte Cook with the touchdown. Uh, Malik Muhammad, though, you're a good player, bud. Just keep after you had good coverage. Uh, and, he and, and he knows he's never going to hear the end of that no, one. <laughs> no, John Tate. There's no chance. Just think about what Cedric Baxter just said in the interview about John Tate Cook. He's a character. Yeah, An 18-year-old kid is calling somebody else a character. You know John Tate's on another level. Yes, you're you're correct. Um, you know, Jerry, we, we look at all of this and talk about it. I know uh, you don't want to go there yet um, because it's just not the case. But the portal. I want to bring it up because it's the it, this is the recruiting breakdown. Just looking at the Texas roster today um, and what they're going to need immediately next year. Like, yeah. not right now, but immediately next year. They definitely will need a linebacker because Tucker Dorsey and um, uh, Overshone are gone. Yeah. Ford should be back if he remains healthy. Uh, then the defensive line, you've got Coburn, Ojimo, uh, and um, – uh, Sweat, Sweat, all yep. gone. And those are the three main guys on the interior uh, right now, except for Byron Murphy. So those are the two spots that I see that need immediate attention, right? Um, anywhere else you could see Texas possibly looking at, at, at somebody in the portal. Um, running back, maybe, if if Baxter. I mean, but Wisner's coming too. So right. what your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I look at corner and edge still. I look at corner. Jamison's uh, graduates. Um, see how the youngsters do. 
how Austin Jordan, he played against Alabama. Unbelievable, valuable experience. Terrence Brooks, the kid they're high on. See how those – do those guys stay at corner? Does somebody move to safety in the spring? Could that impact the, the way Texas is looking at that position in the portal? I think corners possibility. I think until the edge position gets truly solved, and that doesn't mean, hey, Baron Sorrell's having a good year. Ethan Burke's got a lot of upside. Jamon Tapp's showing upside. Justice Finkley's going to play the run really well. They have guys there. They have more talented bodies now, but they still don't have that. And not that they're easy to find the guy that can go get 10, 12 sacks this year. They don't have, if that guy pops up, I mean, Texas was slow to get in on the Jared verse kid at FSU and look what he did against LSU. I mean that if those guys are available, I think Texas goes after one, but I think you hit on it. I think linebacker. Absolutely. I wrote this morning about the early enrollees on inside Texas. Um, I think Samaje Burrell and Cedric Baxter are, are the two huge ones. I mean, Arch Manning, yes, obviously. Uh, but Samaje Burrell, he hasn't put up the huddle tape, but I've seen enough. He's having a tremendous season. Uh, I think he's going to come in. I think he's almost like a quarterback at playing linebacker. He's going to be able to call the defense. He's mentally going to be ready right away. Uh, then they have to get him physically ready right away. And then Cedric Baxter, look, as long as Cedric Baxter signs with Texas, I think Texas is done at running back with Wisner coming in. Uh, I think Cedric Baxter comes in and challenges Jonathan Brooks uh, for the starting job in the spring. I think he's that okay. good. No, that, that makes sense. I just want to make sure that I wasn't missing anything. I, 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 I'm trying to look ahead because i tell you why. Um, frankly, Texas got me excited about Longhorn yeah. football on, in that first quarter with Quinn Ewers throwing the ball around like he was because that you, do, you have a quarterback like that. The, the world is your oyster a little bit. Yes. It, it's yes. what you put around them uh, and all the pieces. They already have a, a couple of receivers that are in that category with him. They, they have a running back um, and all of that. All right, I want to say thank you, a special thanks to our uh, sponsor, Gabe Winslow. Uh, the recruiting breakdown is brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional, Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. Gabe, KMG at gmail.com. Before we close out, Jerry, uh, how many folks, obviously this coming weekend with UTSA coming to the game, it's a night game, probably not nearly as many recruits expected on campus, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be more the committed guys on this one uh, that we've heard. I mean, look, Cedric Baxter obviously is coming in. That's big news for Texas because he was at the Florida game uh, against Utah, their season opener, which was a raucous environment beating Utah. So I think it's great to get back. I think that's the big one. Getting Baxter back on campus, getting him time with Coach Choice, getting him time with Sarkeesian, getting him time with Bijan, reaffirming why Texas was an easy decision for him and he knew weeks ahead of time. I think is the big one. I think you'll see the offensive line guys that – that played on Friday nights. I think they'll get all those guys in uh, together. But, yeah, I think you'll see more local uh, 24 kids, uh, you know, coming in for the game. I think you're not going to see a lot of guys make back-to-back games. And here's the reality. There's other games. A&M has been selling to these kids the Miami game for a long time. They, they, hey, they sold it to college game day, too. It just didn't work. It, it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Boy, that was a tough loss. Um, but uh, And a big loss, as it turns out. <laughs> But uh, I think you're going to see a lot of like Anthony Hill, right? Jalen Hale are on official visits to AM this weekend. And I think that's one of the things I'm going to maybe write about on Inside Texas later this week. Who are some guys that Texas is going to try to flip 
who are some of those guys that they're still in on? I mean, we talked about Vosick. They haven't given up on Anthony Hill. They're not. They're going to still contact Braylon Shelby. That's recruiting. This stuff's going to go all the way till November, December, when these kids have either signed or there's just no chance uh, for Texas. So I think it'll be interesting here. See how where the Texas staff's at on Friday night. It's a Saturday. Here's the flip side of that. Saturday night game means the Texas staff's on the road Friday night. Let's see where they show up. See who they target. Last week, Blake Gideon was at Warren Roberson's game. Offer. I, you can, you're going to see this Texas staff on the road this Friday, maybe some Thursday. Marcus uh, Marcus Deal's game last Thursday, Steve Sarkeesian and Bo Davis flew in for a half and then flew back to Austin. You're going to start seeing more of that with these top targets, especially on this Friday. All right. Uh, Jerry Hamilton, uh, recruiting expert at Inside Texas. Uh, $1 for one month right now. At InsideTexas.com, it's a special offer. Please join us uh, if you would. Uh, we're over there each and every day. Uh, for Jerry, I'm Bobby Burton, and this has been the Recruiting Breakdown.